Section four, lowering the marketing hurdle. The marketing hurdle is the amount of effort and expertise you need to have to make your marketing work. It's the height you need to clear for successful marketing. If you clear it, voila, you'll get sales. If you miss, you'll just fall. But not all hurdles are the same height. Depending on your business, it might be relatively difficult or relatively easy to market your business. Some businesses are much easier to market than others. I think most people would intuitively agree. But what is interesting is that despite agreeing that different businesses are easier to market, entrepreneurs fail to do those things that would make their small business one that is easier to market. Yes, you can often control the height of your marketing hurdle. Whereas you might be able to still outperform your competition with your hurdle as high as it can go, it's much easier to win by eliminating unnecessary extra effort and lower your marketing hurdle. Lower your cash to lower your hurdle. At this point, you might be questioning how all this might work. In the previous section, I just suggested that one of the primary causes of the high failure rate of startups is their emphasis on cash flow, especially the emphasis on seeking out as much cash as possible. Well, it's not the cash itself that causes the small business to fail, but it can be the cash that creates a small business model which is unsustainable for most startups. There are essentially two things that a small business can do with their cash. They can either save it or spend it. In the startup phase of small business, the vast majority of small business owners will spend their cash. Why? Because the small business model requires them to spend it. Most small business owners create a startup which isn't really a startup, but rather is a full-fledged small business with all the requirements and financial demands of a full-fledged small business. But unfortunately, they don't have a process in place for an established small business. They don't have the sales and subsequent cash flow of a full-fledged business. Instead, they are trying to put a process in place for a startup small business, and that process is an experimental process at best. Startups don't yet know everything about their business. They don't fully understand their customers. They are still figuring out what price to charge for their products or services. They don't know what advertisement methods work compared to advertisement methods that don't work. They are constantly doing things for the first time, which creates inefficiencies, adds extra costs and time for completing tasks, and makes it more difficult to focus on other pressing needs in the small business. In short, startup entrepreneurs are constantly experimenting with what works and what doesn't. Now add cash to the situation. Cash will do a couple things for a startup. The most important thing is that cash will provide the necessary resources for the small business to operate. Without cash, there are no operations and the small business will cease to be a small business. So cash is not only good for a small business, it is essential. But cash will also do another thing for that same small business. Cash on hand for a new startup creates needs for that small business. Suddenly, the small business needs new software. They need an admin to keep track of the books and customer lists. They need outside experts to ensure they are doing things right. Of course, there is an office space equipped with furniture, and don't forget signage for the front of the new building. Once a small business has cash, there is always something to spend that cash on. But do small businesses really need all of these things for their business? It depends. 
At some point, after they have successfully launched, then most likely they will need all of these things. But if they stay in the testing stage of the MS approach for marketing their startup small business, they can do without most, if not all, of these things. Let me reiterate that startup small businesses operate differently than established small businesses. Yet we don't treat them differently. Even when you talk with professional advisors and experts, they don't distinguish between a startup that hasn't launched yet versus a startup which is in the launch stage. They will treat a pre-launch startup the same as a business that has launched, when in truth, a pre-launch business doesn't want or need cash like a post-business launch does. If it sounds like I'm saying don't use cash for your startup, I am. Okay, I'm not saying don't use cash, but I am saying use as little as possible, and when you think you need to spend cash, challenge yourself to find a way around it. Force yourself to look for alternatives to cash and push the limits. Don't be afraid that some things won't work out well. In fact, you want things to not work out well because that's how you test your business. Almost anyone can run a business when things are going well. It's the true entrepreneur that can run a business when things aren't going well. So by forcing yourself to work without cash, you are creating a test that is a real test. You're pushing the limits of your startup in the testing stage, which will make it easier to succeed in the launch stage. The open market is tough and has no sympathy for underprepared entrepreneurs. The market will put you out of business if it can and will love doing it. But if you come to the market already having overcome serious challenges just to get there, you'll find that the market isn't so tough after all. The first step in lowering the marketing hurdle is lowering the amount of cash used to launch the business. Spend as much time as possible testing your concept, but test it with as little outside cash as possible. Your goal should be to have cash coming from sales prior to launching your business. You don't need all of the cash to come internally from sales, but you want enough internal sales to know for certain that you can sell your products and services to be able to generate cash. Once you've established that you can generate the kind of sales you want, it is fine to use outside cash sources to jumpstart the process. Many businesses need an outside infusion of cash to get them going, and that's great. But if you want to lower the marketing hurdle, you start by lowering the amount of required startup cash. There is a very specific marketing goal you need to focus on when using the low-cash startup model, and that is to create a sample marketing approach for your startup business. Many of the principles in successfully marketing a small business come from understanding things like your customers, your target market, your competitors, and your competitive advantage. But in order to understand these things, you must be able to identify them in your business. You can't do that very well as a startup. You can make assumptions and estimate what you think is going to happen in your business once you launch, but you'll likely be wrong. It's impossible to be correct in all your assumptions. Therefore, instead of relying on assumptions that you know aren't going to work, you need to create a marketing approach for your startup that you know can work. This approach begins with using the low-cash startup model to do the right kind of market research. <laughs> 